Popple, also known as the genius full of glory and renown. This is the young stallion, Jim Powers. This is J.J. Dillon, the leader of the original Four Horsemen. Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle. You're listening to Matt and J.D. and Big Frank. On Ring the Bell Radio, oh, it's real. It's damn real. I'm That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. This is J.D. coming at you along with the marvelous one who is sitting across the room with me. And I guess I should say hello to the one that's only Frank. So how about it? How about it? We're back, guys. Ten years in the making. Ten years in the making? How what? Incredible. Has it been long? Has it been that long? Ten years? No. I don't Ten years. Oh, okay. I don't know. No. It's no, almost, it's, almost been. But, but it's great to be back, man. It's good to see you guys in the studio again. Yeah. You, you know what? It doesn't look that much different. I mean, I look across the room. My wheel's still here. It has a little dust on it. And then... Uh, I was just going to say, it's, it's been a little dusty, but... Yeah. And I look over to where Frank's sitting. I walked in the room today, and of course... He left it just – it was just as he left it, a mess. And then – I never left. Hey, hey, Frank, there's one <laughs> thing that you were supposed to do. You had, you had one job. Where, you were supposed to bring my microwave in so I could have – heat up my food before we could start. And I don't How are we going to have our hot today. pockets? Yeah. Unbelievable. Where's my microwave? No, Frank, no answer? No, nope. he he's just shaking his head. Face. He's shaking his head. He's not even <laughs> looking at you. Okay. So, hey, guys, so anyway, guys, while anyway. we've been gone, I, I just got to say, while we've been gone, I've had a lot of time to think, a lot of time to mature, and at the end of the day, I'm still marvelous, and you are not. So thank you. <laughs> oh, thank thanks you. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks a lot. But uh, speaking of marvelous things, um, this evening – we were going to be talking about the greatest and the worst entrances in pro wrestling. Um, so there's really not going to be any kind of certain way we're going to do it. We're not going to say these are the greatest, these are the worst, whatever you can think of. Just tell us if it's going to, you think it's good or it's bad. You get it? Got it. Okay, so anyone you guys have one you want to start out with, or do you want me to get the ball rolling? I, I got one. Unless Frank, do you want to go first? No, go ahead, marvelous one. Okay, go ahead. Marvelous. All right. Well, thank you. So, in thinking about entrances and great entrances versus bad entrances and everything, one that really stands out to me, and uh, going back to kind of the Attitude Era, but from the WCW side of things was Goldberg's entrance. Um, now you said I liked the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, I, okay. I liked how it started backstage, how it walked him through the curtain, and then just the pyro with him standing in the middle of it and then breathing fire like a stinking dragon. Um, to me, that always, that always stood out as something <laughs> really, really cool. 
Oh, yeah, I always enjoyed that. It, just, it got your adrenaline going just watching it. You know, it there was did. nothing boring about it, you know. No. So, yeah, and plus the music helped, too. I mean, you heard that, what was oh, it, yeah. like gladiator-style music, and it just got you going. There's no way you cannot get pumped up watching his entrance. Right. And the one, the one right. question I always had, though, like, if you saw the security guards that were around him, they were such jabrones. Like, he, he didn't need a security guard. He was Goldberg. And then you got these, like, fat, dumpy, fat, dumpy security guards around of, like, supposedly protecting him. So, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's one thing that stood out. for show. Yeah. Right. Um, right. But I got one. If, if, if you done, if that's if you're done, Matt. Yes. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. I got one that goes under the worst category. Uh-oh. Okay, and this is, I would say, mid-90s, maybe just at the beginning of the Attitude Era in WWF, um, Flash Funk. Flash, you so funky. It was just one of those where I couldn't stand watching him because you'd, you'd hear that, oh, Flash, you're whatever, whatever, whatever. And I swear it took him 20 so dang funky. minutes yeah. to get – Yeah, <laughs> it took him 20 dang minutes to get down to the ring to where I almost had to change the channel over to WCW because I could go over there, watch a half an hour worth of terrible matches, come back, and Plunk would just be walking into the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, do you remember when he came out? Did he come out with? Did he have like two dancers with him? Two oh, females yeah, that come in? Yeah, he did. Yeah. A couple fly girls. All right. right, right. So that that was almost kind of remember when uh, what is it? Brodus Clay came back or came into the WWE. He came yeah, in with uh, Naomi and what's that? Yeah, but at least Brodus Clay made it funny because it was basically a fat man jiggling around. Yeah, you know, yeah. So his, that, his it just, it just reminded me of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have one of my favorites. This is kind of you guys weren't really into ECW as much as I was back in the day, but no, I'm going to play more. a little clip. Yeah, I'm going to play a little clip, and I want to see who could guess who it is first. Okay, you ready? All right, go for okay. it. One of my favorites. Hold on. It's coming. <laughs> Anybody? Is that Sabu? No. I, yeah. I couldn't really tell who it was, so why don't you just tell us who it was? <laughs> Shane Douglas, franchise. Shane oh, Douglas, the franchise. Pittsburgh Zone. Oh, sorry. That's right. Or is it Dean Douglas? Ooh. <laughs> is that the only one? So, J.D., what, what, what about Dean Douglas's entrance made it stand out for you? Again, I, like you said, you were more into ECW, so – I really couldn't pick that out, uh, you know, if my yeah, life depended on it. it so, what, uh, I mean, what about D his song, entrance? It's just Deep What's Purple. That? The song itself. Oh, uh, okay. Is All right. But is it good or is it bad, Frank? 
Hmm? But is it good or is it bad? Uh, what are you saying? It's uh, good? It was great. And if you were there, you know, whenever all three of them came out along with Francine, it was just a, it was mm. a great moment in WWE history. I guess what I were they called? Okay. What was the their faction threat. called? Yeah, the triple, triple threat. threat. Yeah, yep. Yep. I'm holding my fingers up right now. You can see me waving at you with all three of them. And I, I, I remember the, you know, how they did it. I just couldn't remember the name Triple Threat. So I got one. So one of, you, Matt. yeah, go for it. Go for it. The, go ahead. The, one of the worst ones, uh, Bastion Booger. Booger man. Do you remember? Do you guys Yeah, remember? so like his his Go ahead, Matt. I was just going to say that like he was such a a big man, a round man, and then they put him in those like tiny speedos with the straps that came up. That just yeah. Uh. Do, do you remember <laughs> it, it fit his character for sure. I think it was one of the Survivor series where the Booger Man was with uh Bam Bam's team. And uh, the head shrinkers against all the doinks. And the whole time Bastion Booger is down at the ring, he's chewing on a turkey carcass, even while he was wrestling. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> and I just that's remember great. Bobby Heenan had a field day with that. I mean, I can't remember exactly what he was saying, but it was just one of those where I, that whole show, Heenan was just at his greatest because he couldn't, the insults he was coming up would never fly on TV today. <laughs> right. But um, switching gears, I have a greatest one, guys, and it's not from WCW or ECW or NWO or, or WWE, whatever you want to talk about. You guys will know who this guy is. Okay. He was in a, a local promotion here in Pittsburgh that is now defunct. And I'm talking about Sweetness Samuel Elias. Eli's coming. That's right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> there was just something about he had his music. Um, he, he had what the, the, the multicolor strobes going on, but it was his persona that he, when he came out, he just gave you that vibe, no matter how horrible the night was going as far as wrestling, as far as crowd, or as much as you didn't like him, when he came down to that ring, you have to admit he put on a good show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to think of who uh, who he reminds me of as far as, like, the energy that he came out to the ring, kind of kind of shucking and jiving a little bit. Um, dusty. You know, I, no, too, no, eh, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit, yeah. Because, okay, for those but, of you uh, listening, now, now Sweetness – Sweetness had a look that he was very flamboyant, and I would say it would be – he had that gorgeous George look, but it was almost like if Jesse Ventura and Billy Graham had a kid and they dressed him up as gorgeous George. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know uh, how, how horrible so, that sounds. But. Right, right. So, fun fact, Sweetness Samuel Elias now wrestles in Mexico, and his gimmick yeah, is he is a he's a he's a Trump supporter, okay. and like he comes to the ring 
saying that we're going to build the wall and make you pay for it. Again, this is in Mexico he's doing this. And uh, he's actually picked up some uh, mainstream media attention with that gimmick I've seen. Um, so, yeah, it, it's funny. He's done I mean, he's if done it's working. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if it's working. No. Now. Right. now, I don't know if you guys know that we put the word out for some people to try to get a hold of us with, with, with who they thought were the best and greatest entrances or who they thought had the best and greatest entrances. So we actually have – I got an email from someone, okay, and I'm going to actually read the email, okay? So you got so pay attention, guys. Now, this is from when Allison. When you learn from, how to read? Oh, shush. So Allison from Brooklyn, New York, from Brooklyn. Dear Ring the Bell Radio, I have two suggestions for you. The first can go either way, but wanted to know what you guys thought. And the second was just plain stupid. So here's the first one that she said could go either way. And she says the oddities. Mm. Oh, yeah. Dumb diddy dumb. Uh, I don't know. Looking back at it now, Frank, what do you think? I mean, they were all pretty odd. I think it fit their character. I was you know, kind of chuckling at the same time of watching it, but I uh, haven't really given it much thought. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I so. think for the, for, for the time back then, it was okay. It was good. Um, I remember being, you know, ninth, tenth grade and having them come out and everything. I thought it was kind of cool. But looking back oh, at yeah. it now, again, now that now that the marvelous one has matured and uh, realized everything I've done in my life has been the right way of doing things, um, yeah, I, I don't think it ages well. Okay, so you, so I agree. I, I don't think it's when you look back at it, it's kind of no. That's all I would say is it's no. Now, okay, so we could put that one. We'll file that one under worst entrances. Okay. The second one that uh, put that up on the said, whiteboard. Write that on the whiteboard, on the whiteboard under board. worst. Frank, go write that down under worst. Um, you got it. No. Okay. So the second one she said was just plain stupid. And are you ready for this one, guys? This is a name I haven't heard in a long time. It is Max Moon. Ah. <laughs> Max Moon. So, 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 other than him shooting fireworks out of his arms, I really don't remember the rest of his entrance. That was his entrance. He was walking down shooting fireworks that was under it? his arm, and okay. he had some sort of Cosmo music playing. I think that was pretty much it. Okay. Oh, and here's a trivia question for you guys Do you know who played Max Moon? Hey, last time we had trivia questions on, we had a very oh, angry Paul Bearer hang up on us. So, <laughs> but go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Do you know who it is? Do you know who played Max Moon? El Salvador. Frank? Uh, El Salvador. Conan. Conan. You're right. It was, it was Conan. Conan played Max Moon. Yep. Okay. I can so, tell you um, they really threw down our throats and turned out to be awful was Glacier. Glacier. Oh, they tried. I was going to bring him up. You are. Uh, uh, yep. Yep. That was, uh, that was really good. I was, I, 
that's one entrance where they actually tried to make really, really cool. You know, they dimmed the lights, turned it on blue. I think there were snowflakes, but it was such a, a Mortal Kombat uh, Sub-Zero knockoff. Eric Bischoff. Okay. Okay, Frank. Here's a question. Um, Frank, you still there or are you having problems? I'm here. Can't you hear me? Okay, you're there. Okay, so I think it was – no, Matt's, Matt's looking over at me saying his mic died out. Okay, so we'll get him fixed here in a minute. Uh, Matt, just fix, fix what you're doing over there. Okay, Frank, why do you think Glacier failed so miserably? Not just because of his I, entrance, but why do you think it was so bad? Even for the time, I just think it was such a cheesy – I mean, it was such a knockoff of Sub-Zero, Mortal Kombat, and, you know, little kid – looked like a little kid doing like karate moves in the middle of the ring. And it just, you know, I think it was a a failed attempt right from the start. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was just something to hold Hold on, Matt. We're going to, okay. Matt's saying he's fixed and he's turning him back on. I think Matt is back. Matt, can you get your microphone? Yes. Okay. No, I'm sorry. Listen, I looked out the window and they were about to tow my car. So I, I had to, I had to throw the microphone down and run out and, and move it. I I, I yeah, apologize. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. No, but very Frank, unprofessional. Frank was saying, but uh, yeah, very, very. But Frank was saying, well, we're not even going to talk about unprofessionalism from years past when you joined a certain faction, which I'm not even going to name. But that's a story for another day. Uh, Frank was mm. uh, um, uh, talking about why he thought Glacier, not just because of entrance, why Glacier failed so miserably. Continue. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, sorry. Go ahead. Now it's Frank. What what are you doing, Frank? I'm here. I'm listening to Matt. I'm waiting for his expertise. Oh, you want to know what? Yeah, I I, I was gonna say I listened to a, a radio show with Eric Bischoff on it, and he was talking about the whole glacier thing. You may have brought this up while I was moving my car from the towaway zone. Um, I thought the sign said no parking except for the marvelous one, but I, apparently I was wrong. But uh, any, anyways, I, I was listening to this show with uh, Eric Bischoff, and, and he said they they were trying to capitalize on the whole mortal mortal combat craze at the time, um, yeah. and so they they thought they'd come up with their own guy, and. Uh, they said the entrance was cool, and I, I always thought the entrance was cool, but the actual wrestler and, and his in-ring uh, work very one-dimensional, lacking. Yeah, very, very lacking. Yeah. So once once you get that, once you have the entrance and that's it, I mean, character could only go so far. Well, here's another thing is, isn't that right, like, at the beginning when that character-based wrestling was starting to die off, you know, yeah, to yeah. where I think instead of having... Well, yeah. Instead of having a guy come up dressed as a fireman, let's just have him come out as his own self and he'll be more popular. You know. Right. But, uh, Do you guys miss okay. that? Do you guys miss that now in wrestling? Like, I With feel that. like we've switched. We've we've shifted. No, we don't have, like, characters anymore. We just have, like, oh, this is Dean Ambrose. Oh, this is Seth Rollins. Oh, this is Titus O'Neil. We don't really have like those character-based wrestlers anymore. Um, do you think? So it's you're kind saying of you want to bring and... back like the Red Rooster instead of having him called Titus yeah. O'Neil? Yeah. <laughs> that, that was right? one of the points on my page. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. I mean, if it comes yeah, down to either know. having the Red Rooster or Terry Taylor, I'd rather see just Terry Taylor. <laughs> you know, right, right. 
I I think in uh, in certain situations you could have characters come back though. They'd have to be good characters, like no T.L. Hopper or like Duke the Dumpster, but I don't know. No, but I It'd mean, you're not going to have right. a guy. It'd have to be. You're not going right. to have a guy like Kane work anymore. Now, you know, Kane was around when that mm-hmm. still worked. That when that started. Yeah. Um, I'll tell but, you one thing. The, the importance of an entrance is, I think, uh, you 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 probably disagree with me because you guys are more wrestling based, like actual wrestling in a wrestling match. Me, I like all the mm-hmm. the sides, the gimmicks, the the you know behind the scenes. I think the entrance is. The most important thing that a character come out come out to, and if you notice, all the great had great themes. You, know, you look at Ultimate Warrior, you look at Undertaker, you look at Stone Cold, Hulk Hogan, Kurt Angle. All these guys have great entrances, and I think that helped their career, obviously. Yeah, no, well, I would yeah. agree. And and uh, Frank, the the wrestlers you just mentioned. They all have something in common when it does come to their theme music. Is they have that first note, you know? The Undertaker had the gong. The Ultimate Warrior had that. Um, Stone Cold had the glass break, um, and on and on and on. Like those those theme songs, they they got you pumped up for them, and they were immediately identifiable. You hear that first note, and you're like, "Oh, Undertaker's coming." Hulk Hogan's coming that dun, 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 you know, it, you knew it was him. So, wrestling, uh, yeah, those, but did you notice something? Rest, wrestling. Go ahead, J.D. I want to hear what Frank has to say, J.D. Yeah, go ahead, Frank. Go ahead, Frank. This, this is very important, and, and this is the whole thing about wrestling, a wrestling match. from Before they come out to the end of the match, okay, it's a roller coaster ride. The Undertaker's entrance is sort of like the Steel Phantom. You're going up this slow ride, and you're getting ready for the big moment whenever the wrestling match starts, and eventually you have the climax toward the end and everything like that. There's one wrestler that started out with a climax right whenever you hit the music, and that was the Ultimate Warrior. He's the one that there would be no roller coaster ride. It was basically climax from – the, before the bell to the end of the bell. Does anybody disagree with that? No, yeah. I agree with you. I, you know, if if we're looking at the roller coaster comparison, uh, I would compare that to the Incredible Hulk at Universal Studios. You know, zero to sixty in like one second. That was the Ultimate right. Warrior, right? There, there was no slow build going up the hill. It was just boom, and and you're off. So uh, yeah, good analogy, Frank. Good analogy. I like that. Okay, guys, I have and another. I, uh, I have another email here that I can read. Is it from Terry, Jane, and Tyrell? I'd like to say hello to Terry, Tyrell, and Jane back in Minnesota. I do it every WrestleMania, <laughs> but um, <laughs> who was that? I think Jesse the Body just came in here. Um, Jesse the Body. But. Um, <laughs> but um, this is from uh, John in Boardman, Ohio. Hey, guys, I have a bad suggestion for you. Johnny B. Bad, your thoughts. Do you guys even remember Johnny B. Bad? Uh, I'm, I'm speechless. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I'm going his name <laughs> it says how his entrance was it was bad he came out looking so, like little richard and he had one of those yeah. um 
sticks that shoot glitter everywhere. That was it. <laughs> I remember that at 605 <laughs> on Saturday nights watching him. That's right. I was trying to remember who Johnny B. Bad was. That was wild man Mark Merrow. Mark Merrow. Right? Mark Merrow. He was so, Mark Mer- Johnny B. Bad. Did did he come out with frisbees too? Was he throwing frisbees Something. in the crowd, or did he just have that glitter gun? He had the glitter gun or the glitter cane or whatever it was, but it was yeah, always. Yeah, but, yeah. but they made him look like Little Richard. That was the thing. Yeah, they did. He came out and right. he was singing. He actually sang his own song, which was a which was a parody of a Little Richard song, and goes, "I'm Johnny B. Bad," you know. Right. I don't know. I totally <laughs> forgot about memory. Johnny B. Bad. Oh my god. Johnny B. Bad. Uh, we have him to okay. thank for bringing Sable into the WWF. Sable Mary. Yeah. Yeah. There you yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> I liked when he, um, when they made him wear a potato sack. I think that was great. Oh yeah. He was trying yeah. to cover her up and everything. Yep. Because uh, he wanted no one to look at her when he was marvelous, Mark Merrow. Right. Hey, something that can only be one marvelous one. Well, wait a minute. No. What was he before Marvelous Mark Marrow? What was it? It was something Johnny like was was Mark Marrow. Wasn't it something with a tiger, though, or something like that? No. Didn't he have like a tiger theme or something? I don't think so. I think so, that was just so, Sable came out for that man, music. Mark no, Wild, Wild Man, man Mark that's Marrow. it. That's, that's what it, it was. Yeah. It just hit me now. And he had like claws or tigers all over his uh, attire or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, but, that's right. So can you I, think of, I got a. Think of one superstar that had a bad entrance. Uh, 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 Johnny B. Bad, Bastion Booger, Flash Funk. Well, no, I'm talking superstar, like superstar. The only one I could think uh-huh. of which still made it work was the Macho Man, because if you think about it, it was, wasn't, isn't that the graduation song? That's Pomp and Circumstance. Pomp and Circumstance, yeah. Pomp and Circumstance. I was just going to say that. Pop and circumstance. Dude, funny. Baby <laughs> cares. Whatever that means. Whatever that <laughs> means. Anyways, yeah, yeah that, no, Frank, that's a good, that's a good point, Macho Man. You, yeah, you think about that kind of again paralleling it today to Daniel Bryan's theme song that like what is that the da 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 like it doesn't make sense. I don't know. You're right though. Roddy Roddy Piper, what do you think? Good or bad? Fit his character. Yep. Fit his character. When he came out with his bagpipes, yeah. Yeah. Write like that the, one down, like Frank. The, I got, I got, I got a great one for you guys. Yeah. I'm gonna sing it. Tell me if you know Uh-oh. what it is. Oh no. All right, ready? Picture it now. You're in the arena. The lights go out. All of a sudden, over the loudspeaker, you hear. I know who that is. And then all of a sudden you hear dun dun and fire lights up around the stage. What what is it? What is it, JD? Gangrel. 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 Yeah, the brood Gangrel. That was I a great awesome that was. Glad you brought that up. 
there was just something about Gangrel. I know they always pushed him as the heel, but I remember watching Monday Night Raw during the Monday Night War when they they debuted him, and they really weren't given a backstory on him. It was just you saw this ring of fire in the stage, and this vampire dude came out down to the ring, spit blood, won, but there was just something about him that you liked. I don't know what it was, and I even remember hearing – after about, I think, the third or fourth week he was on, you started hearing people cheer him, and then all of a sudden they had him attack. The next week they had him attack all the good guys. So, because I think Vince really wanted him as a heel or something like that. But there was just, anyway, there was just something about him that you disliked, even though uh, oh, even yeah. though he was supposed to be the heel. I always liked him. And I even showed well, you, I, I think, uh, I, I think I sent – Matt, I sent you from when I was at Big Time Wrestling last summer. Um, mm-hmm. Did I send Did I send you the video of when Gangrel and Sabu were wrestling? They were doing a street fight right in front of me, or something uh, like that. You did know that, what? Yeah, it's, I believe you did. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and that's I the one where Scott that, Steiner yeah. was there and all that. Yeah, I can't remember if I sent that to Frank or not, but but yeah, yeah Gangrel was always one of my favorites. Thing. It was pouring down rain, and they were still wrestling in the rain. (laughs) No, that's funny. But, I mean, even going back to when Gangrel first came in, I mean, I found, I recently found some backyard wrestling tapes of ours, uh, the EWS Extreme Wrestling Federation. Oh, my God. One one of my characters, I came out to Gangrel's music. I went to the Halloween store and got, like, vampire teeth, and I would would spit the, uh, the red viscous, solution out of my mouth or whatever they call it now and mm-hmm. you can't say blood on tv because that's not pg but uh, yeah yeah i mean that's one thing that always stuck out yeah um i got one that could go under a uh well let me let me ask you about this one guys I, this, this could go either way me personally i think it still would go under a good one just because it's from my favorite wrestlemania and i'm old school but at WrestleMania six, when Rhythm and Blues came down in the pink Cadillac, at that time, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, at that time, I mean, you didn't see stuff like that, but it just it fit it fit the characters too. You know, there were what night supposed to be honky tonk and boxcar, but they drove a pink Cadillac with the gold record with Jimmy Hart holding the gold record up all the way down to the ring. I always thought that was pretty cool. I mean, you guys might think differently. Who was the, uh, who was the driver of that pink Cadillac? I know who the driver was. Does Frank know? I don't. Frank, do you know? No. Go ahead, Matt. D D P. Wow. Diamond Dallas Page. Yep. But how about that for for a segue over to to another uh, entrance in W on the WCW side, DDP's entrance, the uh, knockoff of uh, you Nirvana. know like Teen Spirit, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. But I mean, oh, as yeah. soon as soon as it hit, self high five. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah, instead of the notes going down, they went up or something like that. Just just enough to make it different. But yeah, I mean, right. you, you got to. 
pretty pretty good thing. But I mean, what we're looking at and what we're talking about the good entrances, and we already touched on this a little bit. Like Frank said, like it's it's the good entrances that get that emotion and that feeling going for the crowd, especially. Um, you know that that instant that you hear that that song that kind of sets mm-hmm. off the the tone that you're gonna have for the for the match. So, but yeah, it's very okay. important. Very important. I I have to bring this guy up, Joseph von Schmidt. Mm. No one could elicit more hate in a crowd than G V G V S. I can't talk. Uh yes, Joseph von Schmidt. Frank, have you ever had any dealings with Joseph? No, I think he quit whenever, you know. I don't know. I I, I think he's coming back, but uh we dealt with him in the past and we had uh, tremendous experiences with him and uh we almost started a big fight there at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> oh a couple my gosh, of happy company there. But uh you know. That's when we had Jim Powers out. Hey, you know what would have been even better at Buffalo Wild Wings? If Virgil would have been there. He was. Oh, wait. He was there. Wait, he he was. <laughs> oh, that's right. Did, no, did, Virgil did and Frank? You mean Frank? Did you book him, Frank? JD, did you no, book him? No. No, no wait, wait. Okay. He, just, he just showed up? He just showed <laughs> up. Okay, hold on, hold on. Tag along. No, we my. were there. We were there. Okay, we, we, I have to bring this up. If everyone remembers, we were there. Jim Powers was with us. Uh, Joseph von Schmidt was with us. We had our table all set up. We were ready to broadcast. Next thing you see, here's Virgil walks in, and he goes, Hey, man, you guys got to move. I'm Virgil. And we went, uh, <laughs> No, <laughs> we're not moving anywhere. We, we've had this book for the last uh, you know, five and a half weeks. He's like, but I'm Virgil. And I was like, yeah, so that's nice. You can go over there in the corner. <laughs> and literally he uh, went over there and set up his table with all his stuff. And I remember, I think one of us, Frank, I forget if it was you or me, we we called up Jim Powers and we said, you're never going to believe who's here. And he went, who's that? And I went, Virgil. And he went, are you bleeping me? Are you kidding? You know. And then we show up, and he's just like, oh, looks like i got to pretend I like him. <laughs> he said that. Oh, that's but, funny. But, uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about Virgil. Virgilina showed up. Yeah. Virgilina. Um, Virgil and Virgil. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, well, my. all right, guys. Hey, I think we're, we're, we have to get ready to wrap up here. Uh, so, for our first show back, you know, uh, I think we have many more to come. I hope so. so. Thank you, everybody, for sending in those awesome uh, suggestions. And, uh, and yeah. hey, if, if we were a little rough, it's the first time back. We got to brush the rust off a little. So you don't have to apologize <laughs> to anybody. No. Oh well. Right. Hey, All right. Whatever, Frank. As I always say, we are gracing them with our presence once again. There they should go. be honored. They should be honored. Would you say uh, Goldberg is your favorite entrance? Uh, you know what? No, I, I would honestly, I would say that um, 
I mean, there's so many more that we didn't even talk about. Chris Jericho, when he came back as, like, the Save Us Y2J with the fireworks going off and everything. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't like it when he came yeah. back. Yeah, yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> but the uh, the one, I, I, I think Gangrel and the Brood, that really stands out in my mind as one of my favorites because it was just so, like, off the wall. Um, you know, you didn't see that all the time. Rey Mysterio being catapulted through the stage, yeah. like, oh, you know, jumping up. I mean, it just just things that, yeah, you don't you don't see every day rather than just people walking through a curtain. How about Holy you, Frank? Real quick. Was... Oh, go ahead, Frank. Uh, I don't know who my favorite entrance is, but it would probably have to be just Stone Cold, the Hulk Hogan, you know, uh, yeah. the Ultimate War, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say this is my favorite, but it's one of my favorites, the one that comes to mind right now. Okay. The Boogeyman. The Boogeyman. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, the Boogeyman. Do you yeah, remember see, speaking yeah, of the even, Boogeyman? Yeah. Do you Perfect remember? example of somebody that was, you know, the entrance and after the match was the two best moments of the match. Oh, the worms. Yeah. I just remember um, there was once where he came in and DX was recruiting new people just for like a one night only thing. And he's standing in the ring. Triple H comes up and goes, can I help you? And the boogeyman goes, I'm the boogeyman. And I... Let me see if I can join DX. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. All right. Hey, but, before we wrap up, uh, yeah. we, yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm getting, my phone's getting lit up by people listening to us right now saying, why aren't you talking about this one as the worst entrance ever? So I'd be remiss if we don't bring it up. And let me tell you one thing. It's going to be shocking. The shock master. Uh-oh. <laughs> do you remember the debut of the Shockmaster? I do remember that, that. Not not only was it a bad entrance because he tripped and fell, but that totally killed the character. They oh, were going to like push him to the moon, and that one thing with Fred Ottman, also known as Typhoon, that that killed his career. Killed his career. Worst entrance ever. Yeah. Yeah, he trips, his his super trooper or stormtrooper mask falls off, and then he puts it back on, and then you even heard the wrestlers going, he just fell on his butt. <laughs> yep, yeah, Davy Boy Smith, he bloody fell. He bloody fell. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> but, all right, yeah, well, we are getting close to time here, guys, so we got to wrap up. So, um, what the heck was I going to uh, say? You can find us on Facebook. guys come by. What's that? I'll just be sitting here until you guys come back for another show. You sit here, yep, Frank. You've been sitting there you... the past five years. Waiting. And make sure our microwave is there next time because I got hot pockets and chicken salad we gotta heat up before we go on the air. You know, and you dust off job. the wheel because I I would like to use the wheel again at some point. We'll get to the wheel. We'll get to the wheel. But, but the marvelous um, one is not touching it if there's dust on it. So I don't know if you and, guys uh, noticed. I added the wheel there. It says uh, death match between Frank and uh, Matt. Do you see that one right ooh. there? Hopefully, hopefully it don't fall into that category. <laughs> I, I chose not to see that one. 
That's why I'm oh, sitting boy. all the way across the room from you. I didn't want to sit next to you in case we got to the wheel today. You are kind of far. Yeah, you are kind of way over there. But, um, but uh, okay, everyone out there in Radio Land, just to know you could listen to us here on Blog Talk. Uh, find us on YouTube. You could just um, search Ring the Bell Radio, look for our logo, and you'll see it. We're on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, so there's various ways you can find our uh, our show to listen to, like I said, here on Blog Talk or even ringthebellradio.web.com. But there's various different avenues that you could hear. So um, anything else, guys, before we wrap this up? We got about less than a minute and a half. Nope. I'd just like to say it's good to be back. It's good to be with the three kings once again. And uh, looking forward to doing many more. Hold them up, three kings. All right, gang. So uh, for the one that's only Frank, or the one that's always Frank, Fabulous Frank, I have no idea. You have so many different names. Ego, Egomaniac, Fabulous Frank, I don't know. Uh, For the Marvelous one, I am JD, and we will see you again in the very, very near future. So long, everyone.